is a sandwich in oh. my purse. Welcome to Set Meals, a weekly food show about the moments that surround mealtimes. I'm Samuel Ashton. And I'm Taylor Fawcett. If you're new to Set Meals, a food show created to satisfy our urges for burrata, mango sorbet and lamb kofta, here we are, warts and all. If you're not new around here, thanks for sticking around. This week, it's bloody Valentine's Day, the most heartfelt and genuine of all the holidays, and we're back again for 30 minutes of sexy food chat to celebrate. We're not, though, are we? No, not really. Last week, we chatted about Taylor's exploits, hanging out of Los Angeles' finest taco trucks. Can I get uh, three fish, uh, a pastor, and a Brussels sprout, please? And the absolute sacrilege that is Pizza Hut's latest KFC mashup. Pizza Hut and Deliveroo? Mm, or Uber? No, I think Pizza Hut is... Uh... So sit back, relax and indulge in Set Meals Season 3, Episode 11. The penultimate episode of the tricky third series. Let's get into the show. Hi. Hi. Here we are. Ha, ha, hi. As live. As live, baby. We started doing as live pods because we're pros now. Because we can only find 30 minutes a week to do this. Amen. Um, straight into the news. Padella have opened the, the, the tricky second album. They've done it. Shoreditch. It's open, open. Open, open. Open. I didn't know that. No, live. I think it opens tomorrow. Tomorrow. If you listen to this, it opens today. I think it's open today or tomorrow. Wednesday, weird day. Wednesday. Have they done done a soft launch, hard launch type of thing? Have we been invited? Absolute bullshit. Probably not. Uh, It's on Phipps Street in Shoreditch. It's a fucking bigger site, apparently. Where is Phipps Street? Uh, uh, You know the car wash, which is also the um, uh, multi-story car park? Yes. I think it's around the corner. Oh, you know where the really bougie place, the Ben goes? The Curtain. Yes. Doesn't go anymore. I think it's near there. Why? Uh, Goes to Shoreditch House instead. Fair. Um, Near there, bigger site, Padella, same stuff, pasta. That's it. Hey, good for me. Good for you. Going to London Bridge doesn't happen that often. No. And also, maybe less of a queue. Nah, maybe same of a queue. Nah, Gloria I, always has a queue. Because if I was to say, probably a bigger queue. Because it's going to be a big site and there'll be more seats and more people like you thinking, hmm, maybe I'll get a seat. Hopefully, all the amateurs will be around the corner at Dinorama yes. while we're front of the queue, Padella. Amen. That's not happening. It's going to be rammed. Okay. Uh, another big opening news this week. Uh, all about the openings this week. Oh, we opening, baby. Uh, Jolene. Much famed, trendy, hip, um, very sort of low-key, you weren't that impressed. No, um, was, no, was very bakery. impressed, but got put <laughs> off by the bone marrow because it was before I liked it. Yeah, fair. Um, Jolene is Sounds on like New- an abattoir. Newington Green, not going to disagree with that, uh, is on Newington Green. It's a bakery, restaurant, vibe, same people who own uh, Western's Laundry and, what's the other one? Premier. Uh, they are opening... And, what? sorry, there's a, a place down in Cornwall as well, right? Yeah, Fitzroy, I think it's called. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know where they're getting their money from, but they're doing something right, because they've just they just announced they're opening Big Joe in Hornsey, which is just down the road from the Emirates, uh, on a, wee, a really weird stretch of road, which is kind of like an old uh, estate, like a council estate, mm. and it's just like a unit. It looks like it should be a news agent or a post office in a council estate in like the middle of Manchester. It's a weird, it's a weird, it's a very odd unit. But they're basically opening this place called Big Joe, which is going to have uh, grain. The article on Eater says it's going to have um, grain silos, flour mills, pizza ovens, and a small fermentation lab for drinks. Sounds very Ballsy. And that is going to then feed um, 10 new sites around the city, small sites. Over the next 24 months. Oh, so that'll be like a sort of central hub. Yeah. I imagine that's going to be like the bakery and they just like send all their produce up from it. Which Maybe like a, like a sort of cross-town donut kind of situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's all made in one place, but then actually they've got 
they just completely take over. Very possibly. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah. Across Town Donuts just sprung up out of nowhere. Fucking and absolutely killed it. Yeah. The other one that did that was that Donut Time. Donuts, man. What was it with donuts? The, 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 the turquoise Donut Time place. There's one in Angel. There's one in... Sorry, who did that? Donut Time. Yeah, but... Oh, you said the other one. I thought you said they did. They no, did that. the other one. The other one at Donut Time. Yeah, yeah. Odd. Very odd. It comes up from nowhere. And you said if you said to just general people, "Hey, in a couple of years' time, you're going to be paying about four quid for a donut," you'd be like, "No, I'm not. No, I can not. get five donuts from Sainsbury's for a pound in a bag, and I can eat them all, and I can't feel guilty about it." I was going to say, "Where your favorite? Where's your favorite donut from?" But I know you're going to say Sainsbury's. Yeah, Sainsbury's jam, five pack jam, raspberry jam every day. Yeah, seconded. Fair. Actually, different product to the St. John jam donut. St. John's good though, isn't it? That's top of my list. Because only because I don't like donuts that much. I'd say donuts are the same bracket as hot dogs for me, because I don't love hot dogs, but when I fancy it, get right involved. But I couldn't go I wouldn't ever go like, oh, I'll have a donut today and be like be like taunted because I want them all the time. It's not it doesn't really work like that in my brain. Not, what, even not you, like not what like, if you were walking not past like them? a chocolate hobnob. Which so, I could eat every single fucking day really? till the day I die. Yeah, and I don't really like biscuits that much. But hobnob really fucking yeah, I, sure, I, I never see you as a, as a snacker, a sweet snacker. I have been recently. Do you know what I've had for breakfast last two mornings in a row? Cinnamon Grahams. Mate, with I... semi-skimmed milk. Cow's milk. Cow's milk. Because why not? Well, I bought a box of Cheerios on Friday and I finished them already. <laughs> yes! With a whole carton of Oatly whole milk. Wow, really? So, here we go, on a tangent. Fine. As live. Uh, Oatly whole milk. Yes. Tom saw it in the studio and said, oh, whole milk, eh? And sort of judged me. But I thought, what's the difference between Oatly whole milk and Oatly normal milk? I'm like, it's just, it's nut juice. So, do they put more fat in it? I have no do idea they, how that works. Because isn't, isn't milk, isn't whole milk when it's cows, they take, like skimmed and, yeah, they, skimmed and semi-skimmed, they take some of the fat out, right? Yeah, I think so. But whole, really do they... Do they take fat out of the oats? Is there any Ever fat since in oats? I read, I read, uh, you know, Ugly Drinks. Yeah. The guy who owns that, Hugh. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram and he posted this thing on his stories a few weeks ago about uh, uh, the amount of sugar in oat milk and how you, and basically how your body breaks down sugars, like the, the fucking, uh, the glycemic index or whatever the fuck it's called. It's probably not called, it's almost certainly not called that, but there's like a band of how your, your body um, works with the sugar you put into it, basically, and it was comparable to like Coke, basically. The, how you how the, the, the oat milk? Yes. So you literally can't win. You can't win. Anyway, next thing. Oscars happened this week. You love the Oscars. We've already touched on that. Yes. Fine. Fine. Um, yes, I love the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, you also went to see the most talked about Oscar film of the year without me yesterday. Fucking bullshit. And we went to dinner together yesterday and you sacked me off for your girlfriend. Pathetic. To go and see Parasite? How was it? It was so good. Was it worth the hype? Oh, it's worth the hype and more. Did you sit I down and thinking... I have watched it twice more today. Wow. Yeah. Is it comedy thriller, right? Uh, That's how I saw it described earlier. Basically, list every genre you've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. It's in that. Oh, amazing. Like, the first... the first, I'm not going to ruin it for you or for anyone. Mm-hmm. All I will say is the first... Uh, act mm-hmm. felt like I was watching uh, like a really good Korean cheaper by the dozen type film wow like, really? like comedy it's funny but like silly, a bit silly Didn't and a bit funny like that. no no nor did I and and once you get to the end you're like oh it wasn't like that at all yeah. but you know when you're watching it and I was sat there thinking I'm really enjoying this and this is pretty funny and yeah. it's kind of weird yeah. but why did it win an Oscar? What's going on? Yeah. Not like yeah. it was bad or good, but I was like, it's just not very Oscar-y. Yeah. But then basically it just, it, it doesn't like flip, but it goes between all the different genres like mm-hmm. very, very quickly. And like, it, the, the thing that made me love that was the music. 
the music in it is like oh I'm gonna go and see so, it yeah you, ha- you have to go and see it you go and see it with Jess and then we'll go and see it together okay with like a few bottles of cast that we yes. import from Korea for yes. probably about 25 quid a case 100% and then some we'll have some fried chicken Korean fried chicken before mm-hmm. and some Korean fried chicken afterwards mm-hmm. uh, it's good there's, there's actually this isn't actually just like a bad segue but genuinely there's a lot of food it's generally kind of about class divides. This isn't a spoiler because if you see the trailer or anything, you kind of you kind of get that. Mm-hmm. And they use food. I read I was reading the Guardian review of it last night, and they it, until afterwards I didn't realize how much they use food as like a, an ind- social indicator. Right. Okay. Like the the scenes where the poor family are drinking a certain brand of beer, and the rich family are drinking Sapporo because Sapporo is like a really high quality import from Japan and Korea. So you like there's a lot of there's a lot of food cues actually. Um, I read an article on the Guardian today about a Galician uh, crisp manufacturer, right? That um, absolutely just like started booming basically off the back of that film uh, because it gets featured. Yeah, I think I know the scene you mean with the crisps. Yeah, there's like they look to be like uh, tinned tinned crisps. Yeah, uh, they're called Bonilla. A la vista. Okay. And the man on the article looks like a very delightful uh, Spanish man. Very old. Looks like, honestly, like he's just he's just happy as Larry and he's gone on his Instagram one day and he's just been fucking inundated with like Korean fanboys like loving his crisps. I love mm. the idea of it. It's very enjoyable. The, the production design is exceptional. Is it? Like, considering the whole house is a set as well. Oh, is it actually? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. Um, which is all the more impressive when you watch it knowing that. Like, I knew that. I was like, this is insane. Is it all set in the house? Uh, no. Most part. No, 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 no. Okay. A lot a, a lot of it, but... Mm. Um, so, like, they would have... I mean, obviously, with any films with props and stuff, they have control anyway, but it's like when you know how much control... Because they weren't limited by it being an existing building, it's almost more impressive, like, yeah. the amount of detail and stuff in it. Sick. Because, like, oh, yeah. I mean, you just have to go and see it, because then we can talk about it. Maybe you should go see it and then we'll just do like a 30 minute review of it next episode. Let's do it. A play by play, a director's commentary, even though we're not directors. While we're on the Oscars thing, yes. did you see that little girl that took a sandwich to the Oscars in her bag? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw loads of like clickbaity like, and like memes and stuff, but I didn't really know what the sort Have of. Have you seen the video? No. I'll send you the video. Okay. It's funny. Like everyone's obviously getting interviewed and you know, like, I always find it funny when you see like um, lesser famous people being interviewed. Or like, and it's like on like a phone clip or whatever. Yeah. And in the background, it's just like Brad Pitt, but in like a phone clip. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, he's just yeah. kind of there and he doesn't, ha- it's not the front on like yeah, talking yeah. head interview. I find that quite funny. But nice. so she's there and she's, um, yeah, she apologizes. It's a turkey sandwich. What's she, she doing? Apolog- is she eating it? What's she doing? No, she just has it in a little, so she's got a like big sort of pink, like princess looking dress on. Right. And she's really cute. She's, I think she's like 12. But I only oh, have light on, objects. I travel lightly. <laughs> There is a sandwich in my oh. purse because I um, I was smart this time. The other awards, I I was hungry, I was starving, and sometimes either they don't have food or I don't care for the food. Can I ask you, how old are you? Ten. Ten years old. I'm turning 11 April 15th. Wow, you're a grown ten. It's exciting. <laughs> Funny. Very culturally aware for a 12-year-old. Very. But, like, also, but also a bit terrifying, that. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Tis Valentine's Day tomorrow. Valentine's Day is fake news. It's, fu- it's fucking bullshit, isn't it? Let's make I, that abundantly clear. I love my girlfriend equally every day of the year. Good. Sign that off. That's, the, that's done. When I was trying to sort Whoa. of scribble together ideas for this show, I thought, how are we going to bring in Valde um, without going on a sort of like a really romantic dinner time? And I, this is the best idea I come up with. So what's your idea? What's your ideal that, day? We could have. We did kind of last night. It was beautiful, bro. How what, do we talk about Valentine's 
Valentine's Day when one of us thinks it's total bullshit and the other one does too but like secretly wants to like it? That's you. Me? Yeah. Nah. Are you, going, are you going out for Valentine's Day? No. Well, fine. Maybe <laughs> we both think it's bullshit. Uh, what is your ideal Valentine's Day? No, date. Not necessarily Valentine's Day. So your ideal Valentine's Day is literally like doing nothing and eating chicken wings in your own dark room. So what is... No, as I said, I love my girlfriend equally every day of the year. It's my ideal Valentine's Day. What's your day. ideal date? It's any time of the year. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't have to just be date, February just date specific. Night. No, date night. Uh, pub? Wait, firstly, it needs a drink element, a dinner element, and an activity element. That's the... Well, what if I don't want to do any of those? All right, fine. What? I, I, as it happens, I yeah. do. Okay, fine. It's quite a specific mm-hmm. pub. Mm. Uh, and maybe like being shown a pub that I don't know. Interesting. I like a bit of like a new new, new space. I, don't, I think for me, I think a good date. Is this existing date with current girlfriend or general date Do you know vibe? what? I'm going to say no, because I feel like a, a date becomes a different thing when you've been with your girlfriend for a long time. Yeah, true. Because you both go to the same places and you like the same things. Yeah, because to be fair, you could go back somewhere that we really like and it's still you know I mean? really good, but maybe that's not as interesting. Okay, so I just mean, general... neither of us have been on a first date in, honestly, about seven and a half years. So, you know, uh, I don't know if dates have changed in that time. What's but... a date? <laughs> exactly, good. Uh, okay, so just general, general. Yeah. Th- I think, um, if, for example, if, if Ness was going to take me on first date now, mm-hmm. I think probably pub, mm. and she's picked a pub. That she'd like, I want it. What I want is it to be like fairly new ground for both people, right? Because it gives you like something to talk about and Mm -hmm. it's just a bit more interesting. But maybe like they've been there once before or like they've been there in a group and they sort of thought, oh, this would be quite a good place to like come for a beer with someone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because otherwise you might end up in a shit pub, which to be fair. As as someone that's had both, oh, our mutual friend has had his first date in Weatherspoons and we all paid for the drinks. Yeah, true. It could be a good vibe. Anyway, pub. Then like. Do you know what I actually really like, and I think you're going to judge me for? An arcade? Ah, fucking dead. It's dead. dead. It's a bit skins, isn't it? Fucking very skins. Do you know what I'm like? Oh, Nessa's going to listen. She's going to be imagine, like, really? imagine, Imagine how loud that is. Imagine the acoustics. What's your dinner right, element? What are you well, okay, for? so what I want, I want to do late dinner. Right, okay. I want to do like a nine o'clock sit down. Because you know me, we'll have had like two pints at least, maybe three in the pub before, and I would have had at least two packets of crisps for that. Because mm-hmm. I love crisps. Mm-hmm. Last night, I can't wait to talk about them. Yeah. Then uh, some sort of activity. You've you've shat on my arcade idea, but frankly, bowling is shit. I quite like playing pool, but it's just I don't know if that's a good vibe. And board games are enjoyable, but I don't know if a first date because like nah. get quite into it. Nah. Okay, pub late dinner. Yes, skip the activity. Nice uh, pasta, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, um, and like and like sharing vibe. Because you've got to lay down those ground rules straight straight away. Yeah, fair. I agree with all that. Share, 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 share. Nice. Uh, and then coffee to finish the meal. And then mugs. A couple of margies. All right, nice. Basically like a night out of you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've done that loads of times. I'm going wine bar. Because if I drink lager, I get a bit like very oh. quickly pissed. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. I changed my wine bar. Uh, <laughs> I'm going wine bar, white wine, not red wine. because no, yeah, lips, yeah, right? Yeah. Stay there for ages and get really pissed unintentionally because your chat is so good. Yep. Um, are, you, are you having some, some small plates or are you just Probably just some olives. Yep. Uh, because I feel like olives are picky enough and messy enough for a first date where mm. you can like, it's a bit like, oh, you know, you're sucking them and you're fucking trying to you know, get the pip out, whatever. So they're fine. And then I'm going 
straight to dinner, straight after wine. Yeah. Because... Um, you hate organised fun. Because I've written my notes, I hate organised fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going straight to dinner. I'm going somewhere... If I'm really pissed, and they're really pissed, I feel like... It's time to go home. No, yeah. it's it's You can go messy food. You can go like... Good example, Smoking Goat, where nice place, good food, bit messy, bit mm-hmm. spicy, but you already feel a bit gross and pissed anyways, and we care. Mm. I feel like that immediately, like, you've had a good night. You've had a good time. Fucking barriers are down. It's all good. It's all good fun. Rather than then trying to go out for a really bougie meal and trying to rein it in, and then like ruining the vibe, I think you've got to go straight in the flow. Live life, baby. That's the date. Uh, we went out on a date last night. We'll get to that in the second half of the show. recommended indirectly recommended by Nick. Oi. Oi. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Uh, we, I got recommended by Nick from Quality Wines indirectly because it was on his Instagram story and he said this is really good. So I thought it looks really good. So I thought down the road from studio we're really busy doesn't sound like us we're really busy let's go there let's see what it's like. Plus in, in my head I thought Valentine's Day episode Lady in the Tramp Italian food romance Let's go for Italian food. Bang, pizza, baby. No, not pasta inside, but you know, it's fine. That's from how my brain worked. I, I quite like that little insight into your brain. Yeah, that's that's the that was it, baby. Makes the whole thing a little bit weirder, to be honest, but yeah. that's fine. Number 67, Newington Green Road, Mild May Ward. Weird address. Yes, bit of, bit of a transport black hole. Yeah, it really is. Um, I've lived around... Well, this is funny. I lived, honestly, four-minute walk from the restaurant for the entire time I've lived in London. Um, never once gone. Move across town. No, you've been first, first, first week. No, first week. Six, fuck off. Um, yeah, we went. It was fucking cold outside. So you say it's not trendy. It's trendy if it was in Turin. Yes, I agree with that. Because for me, as soon as we walked in, even from the outside, to be honest, it's like the sort of place that you see in Italy that they've tried to make more, they've tried to make it more appealing to people from UK, Germany, America. Yeah, I'd agree. Basically people that they... Let's make this more um, accessible. Yes, yeah. Catering to... Uh, just as just as a British restaurant might try might try and make something more Italian. Yeah, exactly. I guess they're trying to make it more... There was a bike on the ceiling, for example. Yeah. With some sort of like dried leaves in the basket. There was a sign in the toilets that said, men to the left, because women are always right. Wow. That is, that is aged badly, that, that sign. Yeah. Yeah. But also... I said, I think I said to you last night, in in any other restaurant, I would be deeply offended by any wooden sign with writing on it. Yeah, correct. But last night, I didn't mind it. You were enjoying it. You enjoyed it. You liked it. It, it, it really fit into the overall theme. I walked into the restaurant. You were locking your bike up. Mm. I walked in, forgot to hit record on the recorder at this point. So that's a shame because the exchange was audio gold. Oh, it's the end of the season. Um, <laughs> um, uh, walked in, Samuel. I was like, do you know my name? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? He was like, Samuel. I was like, yes, it's my name. How the fuck do you know my name? Do you listen? He was like, two people? I was like, 
I'm not even with anyone at this point. You're still outside, so I haven't got a clue how you know my name and that you know I'm with another person. And you've not booked? Not booked, not rung, not nothing. He was like, you just, <laughs> you, you just called me. I was like, I didn't just call you. My name is Samuel. And he was like, ha! And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, no, really. I have not a clue what you're talking about. Anyway, long story short, he managed to sit us down. Did you find out who Samuel was? No, 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 no. He was, he was, if we had to hang around until 7.45, we could have introduced ourselves to him, but he wasn't there until a bit later. Right. Um, so that was a weird coincidence. Uh, he managed to sit us down. The, the waiter was very friendly. Oh, best service I've had in London this year, probably last six months, maybe ever. Really, really great. He was talking about the wind, which I like, a little bit of weather chat to break the ice. He was talking about how he grew up in southern Italy and he grew up near Capri and it was really windy there and it was like home. And I was That's like, when I entered. I was like, I was like, mild my ward is is no like Capri, <laughs> Capri bar, right? Um, we sat down. The restaurant was very empty. At that point, yeah. It was um, six o'clock though. Yeah, it was pretty early and it was Tuesday night to be fair. And because of the transport around there, it takes anyone like an hour to get home to get it's there. It's a bit so. of a weird transport link. Yeah. Although the 73 runs there from town. Oh, well, let's all jump on the 73 then. And the 341 you- that runs all the way up Tottenham. To Ikea, actually. Yeah, but, but my point is, the 73 hasn't even left Oxford Circus by that point, has yeah, it? Yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. I can't really remember a lot of the decor. I just remember thinking it looked a bit like meh. Generally yellow. Yeah, yeah. A lot sort of, of, a lot uh, of, um, a lot of, sorry to cut in, a lot of uh, child's drawings on the glass uh, frontage of the uh, pizza preparation area. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, the my favourite thing was the kitchen sort of the curtain through to the back kitchen looked like it was made out of really long strands of pasta <laughs> good even though it wasn't good it, do you reckon it was? well it it certainly looked like that if it wasn't it was either something that used to be white and now isn't which is kind of gross but I don't yeah, think that is the case because it was pretty clean in there it did look like Big Bits Linguini though just yeah. hanging on down and uh then, yeah, it was the general sort of colour and lighting in there was, it really reminded me of my uh, second year uni bedroom, which was yellow. The lighting was like, you know when you put the um, the night mode on your iPhone? <laughs> what, everything just goes the same colour? And everything goes like sheet orange? Yeah, it was the a colour like was that. a bit like that, yeah. This sounds as if we're saying that's a bad thing. Hey, dude, it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't all. a bad thing because... So far, ambience, tick. Uh-huh. Lots of actual... Welcoming Italian. family restaurant vibe. Yeah, lots of Italian people Fucking actually working through in the there. roof. Yeah. Service and general meetings so far. Fantastic. Yeah. Gen- uh, like genuinely fantastic. Smelled good. Smelled good and... We don't talk about smell enough on this on this. Part. No, which is weird actually because it's kind of a key component. Places you write in there, doesn't it? If you say it smell of X, you, then you could... You could... But I couldn't tell you what it smelled like pizza i really liked when he asked us if we were ready to order and he he then said something like oh first you've got to turn your menu around oh right this is this was my thing with him is it was as if he has this script that he uses with everyone but his delivery was as if it was off the cuff it was great it was so clever it was really good a few minutes more for the pizza or yes, the yes. One? how would you recommend the pizza i would recommend first to turn them in otherwise you can't see it i haven't seen, seen it he's <laughs> like he's like here we go it's the accent klaxon <laughs> he said he was like, uh, "Would you like to see the food?" <laughs> we and we also- and we were there staring at just the back of this little thinner menu that was sort of uh, attached with a rubber band to the wider board yeah. menu, which was just extras, like the extra bits. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're just having a look." He went, "Well, first you need to turn over the menu." <laughs> like For me, best pizza are Osaka with the burrata, okay. Siciliana, mm-hmm. and Oivita. Those are the three vegetarian versions. The best we have. This one is very, very tasty and so simply. Meaty one, we have a salsiccia frarielli. The frarielli are bittery greens cooked in the olive oil, so they're very rich in olive oil. Bittery, 
they grow un, only under the Vesuvio, in a mm-hmm. proper soil, uh, mineral one, to, to be very tasty and bittery. This is one of our most characteristic pizza, and very simply one. I sometimes add a bit of nduja to make it spicy, as the nduja is spicy, not so spicy, one to ten, seven. To make it spicy, it's a fantastic combination because the nduja is sweet and the frirelli are bitter. So, have a nice combination. If you want another meaty pizza, it would be the nduja with salami, otherwise the salsiccia siciliana with the sausage, or the capricciosa. Simply, uh, no. How big is that? 12 inch. If you want a simple pizza, margherita, but good, good, better quality of margherita would be the bufalina with the buffalo mozzarella instead of the normal mozzarella. Or the margherita, the Regina margherita is a different tomato. I can't add anything else, otherwise your head is... Huge <laughs> <laughs> menu. Big menu. It's not like a Francamanca where you get seven pizzas to choose from and that's it. I think no. there were probably about 18 pizzas on there. Yeah, it was a lot. I'm not but also, now, and it's, but it was a lot. all completely customizable because basically you could just go on the extras thing and just be like, I'll just have that, I'll yeah. have that, I'll have that. Is that in the menu? No, I think we're good. Quick question. Can we swap out the mozzarella for smoked mozzarella on this one? Uh, the, the thing is that uh, when, when you read the smoked mozzarella, it doesn't mean it's under smoked mozzarella. There is always a bit of mozzarella because smoked one is a different consistency consistent than normal mozzarella. So when there is smoked mozzarella, like uh, Siciliana, that means there will be normal mozzarella and smoke together. There is a little percentage of smoked mozzarella. But if I do the, there has to be like this, yeah, because otherwise if you just smoke mozzarella, it's like a dry and there will be just little spots of smoked mozzarella. Alright, so can we just add smoke, smoke mozzarella? Exactly. Okay, which one? Which one? Fantastic. Do you want to share it, the pizzas? Yeah. Do you want me to cut and put half an Then we ordered some chips. There's a few beers by this point. Yeah. And then we ordered some chips. Yeah, but it's relevant to the chips. We only want the chips because you've had the beers. You know, beer, yeah, chips true. are very beery, aren't they? Yeah, true. Very salty. Uh, chips. And he was like, well, when we did the chips, when we wrote the menu and we wrote chips on there, there was a bit of a mistake because they're more like crisps. Let me tell you, they are not exactly chips. Uh, we made a mistake to write chips because they are not exactly chips. They are crisps. We buy oh, the whole potato, we slice under the slice machine. That changes everything. Yeah, they are handmade chips, crisps. Uh, we remove the starch and then we fry. Basically, the hours work for well, just the crisps. So they are not the, the sticky one, the stick one, you know. They are the crisps or sliced potato. Let's do it. Let's try it. Solid. I could have eaten them until morning. Yeah. That is a revelation yeah. in my eyes. Really? I was a bit like, oh, I'm a bit disappointed they're not chips at first. And there wasn't like a big dollop of pecorino I could just dip into. But... They were b- delightful. Next time I'm uh, going to make pasta, I'm going to Google how to make pecorino cream. And I think I think they were a perfect pizza uh, accompaniment because they weren't too dense. They weren't too heavy. Yeah. As a, as a snack, because we were just snacking, snacking, yeah, snacking. Yeah, yeah. And if they were actual chips, it would have been an absolute disgrace because they would have been too too stodgy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so with you on those. Honestly, they like go, honestly go there just for them. The pizza was like. Um, it was v- super light crust wise, like dough wise, mm. not ho- not horrible and dense and and a bit gross. And I feel like Franco Manca doesn't make me feel that gross, but it's a bit more doughy. It wasn't very doughy, was it? No, it was quite fluffy. There and- was a, there was a lot of toppings. Yeah, there was actually. Like, there yeah. was a lot of cheese and a lot of tomato, but it but it can't. A the the base didn't fall apart no. with that much moisture on it, and B like I didn't feel 
stodged up by the dough, no. so it meant all that cheese and tomato was fine. Oh, mate, it was Isn't really it, good. It's Neapolitan style, right? Yeah, it is Neapolitan style, but not in the, like, it wasn't, like, super puffy crust and, like, loads of leoparding and all that sort of shit. It was, like, a bit of a nice midpoint. It was really mm. good. It was it was really, really, really good pizza. It was d- delightful. Actually, a lot of pizza, especially in London, but also everywhere I find now, like, especially when you have sort of brewery-type places that are doing, like, sourdough pizzas or Neapolitan-style pizza, like it's hard to make a really bad one and they're all relatively indistin- mm-hmm. indistinguishable but this Oivita did have something about it that made it different yeah it stood out definitely it felt very like I don't know what this, I don't know what this means exactly but like it felt very real like, it, it was like home it was like you'd, you'd made it yourself and yeah. you put too much toppings on it yeah and it felt like it wasn't like a hip, hipster kind of pizza joint yeah. where there's like weird flavours on it or weird ingredients or whatever and it didn't feel like it was like this you know when things go so far the other way and they're obviously trying to be like mm. the big crust guys mm. or the fucking minimal toppings which sometimes I'm all for yeah but as a, as a staple there was a lack of pretentiousness about it yeah I was good I'm considering moving closer to Newington Green to be able to get it in the delivery radius Oh, we could get it now. From I did find out that the studio is in the delivery. Is it? Yeah. Hack. Dangerous hack. Yeah. Um, Ivita, Newington Green Road, northeast London. Yeah, northeast. Let's say northeast, because then it's not just. It's not within. It probably is within the one mile radius that we never leave, isn't it? Almost certainly. Well, you leave it now because you uh, go out. To yeah, I'm fucking miles away. It was twenty-five quid ahead for a yeah. beer. Two customised pizzas yeah. with premium ingredients yeah. and the crisps. Yeah. Pizzas range from like seven ninety five for the um for the basic one, basically. Yeah. And then I think they go up to like 12, 13 quid. Yeah, easily you could go there and spend a tenner. 12-inch pizzas. Yeah. Which I thought were a bit generous, 12 inches, because they feel, felt a bit bigger than that. It's because it was us, bro. Uh, would heavily recommend. Yeah. Very uh, enjoyable. Yeah, pizza. I really, really would. If you live in the area. Yeah. Or if you don't live in the area, just allow an extra just, half an hour to get there. Exactly. Um, thank you for listening to Set Meals. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Set Meals at set, Podcast. Oh, that's my bit. All right. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Set Meals Podcast. Uh, we will be back next week for the final episode of Set Meals Season 3. Bye. See ya. is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. An Arm and a Leg is a show about the cost of healthcare and how we can learn to survive it. In the middle of a pandemic, that is a skill we all need. Lesson number one, be persistent. I just annoy the tar out of him. Our next instructor, Steve from HR. People where he works bring him their weird medical bills and if he sees anything off, he goes to battle. I am a bulldog on this stuff. I'm not going to lie. We are not going to win them all. But we don't have to lose them all either. An arm and a leg. Acast is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.